0: Celebrate where you're at, own yourself authentically, don't get distracted by other people. Welcome to Sacred Work, a podcast here to guide you through the inner work that allows you to share your light and do sacred work in the world. I am your host, Taylor Ray, Manifestation Coach and Spiritual Business Mentor, and here we talk all things manifestation, abundance, impact, stepping into your purpose, and creating the reality your soul came here for. It is my true desire to empower you to awaken to who you really are, so you can quantum shift your life and business. You're here in Divine Timing Beauty. Let's dive in. Okay beauty, it is 2022 and I really want you to ask yourself, where are you at in terms of your goals for growth in your business? Did you hit your goals last year? Have you grown your business and yourself to the potential that you know that you have within you? Are you comfortable with sales and do you have a system in place that is really automating the process of sales flowing into your business, allowing soulmate clients to work with you easily and effortlessly? If the answer is no, then I want to help you. I want this year 2022 to be the year that you really up level and elevate in terms of systemizing and strategizing your business for growth in a way that is in total alignment and automates the process. This is what I want for you. I know that it's likely that you are a spiritual or a soul based entrepreneur. And I know that that can sometimes feel like the hardest thing, the strategy side of things, the systems and the automations. And that's my job. That's the role that I get to do in this lifetime is to help you in terms of scaling out your business and I want to help you because you are a listener of the podcast. I'm going to open up a very exclusive opportunity for you to work with me for free. Yes, literally for free. And it's because you are here and listening right now that I'm going to open up the opportunity for you to book in for a free strategy session with me, a sacred strategy session where I will sit down with you and look at your business in depth and look at where we can really expand things out, what systems need to be put in place, put together a plan for growth, and really align you with a process that is going to attract and automate sales and leads coming into your business. That is what I want for you. I know that the work that you do is so, so sacred. So I want to help you in getting it out there into the world so that you can scale your impact and your income. So if you want to book one of these exclusive sessions with me, the link is in the show notes for you below. Just go to the link, click there. You'll be taken to a form to fill out a couple of quick questions. It gives me all the info I need so that I can give you so much valuable help on this call. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, there are still spots available. I've only got so many hours in a day that I can give away, but I really do hope and I'm going to trust in divine timing that you're going to be able to get one. So definitely go check that out. Click the link. You'll be able to answer those couple of questions and then book a time directly in my calendar. And I am so looking forward to talking to you soon. I am absolutely obsessed with helping women to get their work out into the world. That's obviously the forefront of this podcast. You know, you are doing sacred work and it needs to be seen by people. People need to work with you. They need your light and you are worthy of massive compensation in exchange for what it is that you put out into the world. And that's what I'm obsessed with helping you to do really fusing The woo with the work, the spiritual with the strategy and really teaching sacred strategy of growing a business online to spiritual and soul based entrepreneurs, my coaches, my course creators, my service providers, my beautiful, beautiful souls who are doing amazing work. It's my absolute honor to be able to support you in the strategy. That means you get to make more money and help more people. And that is honestly my favorite thing to talk about which I'm sure if you've been listening for a while you know this and if you are new then I'm excited to share all of this magic with you and I'm especially excited today to share with you an interview that I did last year over on the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. This was such a beautiful conversation and I got to really dive into some real deep and nitty gritty parts of the entrepreneurial journey. All of the strategy side of things, leaning into our own limiting beliefs and how to move through them, understanding human design, pivoting in business, overwhelm, owning who you are, really stepping into transparency, authenticity and confidence in owning your message, as well as so much more and really breaking down one of my favorite topics, which is sacred funnels. So really setting up systems that serve you as you serve the world. And as always, I love to bring my interview podcasts to our podcast here on sacred work to really share with you different questions and things that you might have and the answers that come through in those beautiful interview settings. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you and I'm so excited for all of the takeaways and shifts that I know you are going to get out of it.
1: Welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. And this week I have a very special guest with me. I'm so excited to introduce you to Taylor Ray. Tay, as she's often known, is a soulful business strategist, someone I've been following along with over the last couple of years and been very inspired by. She has a beautiful story, and I would love for her to tell you a little bit more about her business today, and then we'll dig into some deeper topics uh, around her journey and how she supports women building digital product businesses, amongst other things. Hello,
0: welcome. Hello, thank you. That was beautiful. It's always just so lovely at the beginning of interviews. You're like, oh, stop, stop, but keep going. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I so appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Honestly, always an honor and just grace to be able to be here with your audience. So really appreciate that. Yes, my name is Taylor Ray, but definitely call me Tay. As Yvette said, I am a solvable business strategist. So basically, what I get to do is I get to help predominantly women who are standing in their truest selves, in their power, shining their light with the world and building their businesses online. So coaches, course creators, spiritual business owners, women who know that they are doing sacred work in the world. That's who I get to help. So I get to help them with building out the strategy of their business in a way that's in total alignment. So I'm probably best known for blending the woo with the work, which basically means blending spirituality and strategy. So For me, my favorite thing is basically helping women to really look at their business and to strategize it in a way that feels amazing. It feels in alignment. We bring in the systems. We bring in the sacred funnels. We're setting your business up to serve you as you serve the world. And it's such a missing piece, I feel, especially for a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs because it's not necessarily the zone of genius. They're gifted at what their gift is and the way that they serve. But then sometimes the strategy of business can feel really overwhelming, stressful, confusing, can lead to a lot of burnout. And I see it over and over again. And that's what my clients come to me for is often, you know, wanting to get to that next level of growth and not knowing how to do that, seeing lots of different avenues and ways that people are sharing their businesses and feeling really confused. And I get to then say, okay, well, let's look at this and let's strategize it in a way that's really going to support your success and it's going to support you getting your time back, your freedom. I think a lot of us get into entrepreneurship for the goal of obviously wanting to have an impact, wanting to have beautiful money flowing to us, but also to create freedom in our lives. We're beautiful multifaceted beings who have lots going on in our lives, family, friends, other things. And a lot of the time we get in there wanting that freedom and then business takes off and it starts getting going. And then we're doing a million things and feeling like we don't have have any of that freedom because we're just spinning our wheels and nothing is set up to really support us. So that's where I get to come in and just to really help with like, okay, let's look at this. Can we set up automations? What funnel is going to support you and get your message out there and grow your impact and make you more money and everything like that. So yeah, it's honestly a blessing and I love that I get to do it every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And gosh, that's just so important. And the fact that you've identified there really is this gap. And what you reminded me of is a beautiful friend of mine who sadly passed away last year by the name of Yvette Luciano, wrote a book titled Soulpreneurs. Mm. And it's for the creatives and the healers in the world in terms of how they bring themselves fully into the world in service. And I spoke to her a lot. We worked together in doTERRA actually. And that's not how we met We met because we both had breast cancer years ago. I'm going off topic, but it's important. But we had a very close bond and she had her experience, which was, I mean, she's incredibly successful in the world of entrepreneurship and earlier stage, like she was very much building her business in 2011, 2012 to start off with. So yes, online and lots of funnels and selling. And she's also an events, like she ran major events from the spiritual world, like people like Gabby Bernstein coming into Australia, that sort of thing. But when I first started navigating towards business coaching, she discouraged me a little bit because of this reason. Her experience was that so many women that she felt called to support didn't want to or lean towards any of the functional side the funnels the email marketing and so they'd have these beautiful big dreams and she would coach them more from a of true coach perspective like what do you want to achieve versus as a business coach Mm. and so many of them they didn't bring their dreams to life and she found it really difficult emotionally to hold that So that's, yeah, that's just what you brought through to me in talking that way. I'm like, wow, I really understand how important it is for, you know, and I'm quite spiritual, but I'm talking about people that are more very much down the creative end versus how to make things happen, which is actually my strength. Mm-hmm. To be able to bring those two things together in a way that's really supportive—that's just brilliant.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate okay. you for sharing that story too, because that's emotional and it's yeah. Intense. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, honestly, it's exactly what you said. Where it is that it's a missing piece, and it's the piece that I just saw time and time and time and time again, and it is heartbreaking because you know these people. They have amazing lights, amazing, amazing work that they're doing. Yeah. And it is that huge gap. And a lot of the time, huge resistance around exactly what you were saying, the systems, the funnels, the email marketing. And a lot of the time, it's because of experiences that we've had that then create limiting beliefs within us around what we can do, what we're good at, stories about sucking at tech. And then also the experience of... I've had a really shitty experience in a funnel and I don't want my clients to experience that. That's horrible. That's kind of quote-unquote normal in if you talk about like the sales funnel world. It's very bro marketing, click here, yeah, like it's going away, hurry, hurry, like scarcity mindset. And that's hard for a lot of virtual entrepreneurs who are very much rooted in that abundance mindset or, you know, creatives who are like, no, I just want, you know, I want my work to reach the right people and I want it to feel good. And so that's the most important bit, I think, about what I do is helping to bridge that gap and really fuse those two things together because, you know, I am like you as well, where I, I've operated for a long time in my masculine and I have a, a very big business background. So for me, strategy is always been a given. I love the strategy. I love the tech, but who I am as an individual is very spiritual. I'm very about, you know, manifesting and finding alignment within yourself and all my rituals and stuff like that. And it did take me a while to figure out how to bring those two things together Yeah. And I did flow backwards and forwards between that. And oh, I'd go one way and then I'd go all the way the other way. And now, you know, I'm blessed to have come to a point where just really understanding I had to figure that out for myself to really see where my clients were struggling as well. And then that allows me to really show up and serve them to be like, you know what, we get to redefine the way that we look at the structure of online business. Mm -hmm. And the way I phrase it is like you're setting up systems that serve you as you serve the world. Like it is sacred. And so honour that, celebrate that and take the aligned action that's going to support you reaching all the people that need you.
1: Oh, I just
0: love, love, love that. And I
1: think that, you know, we're all uniquely, brilliantly gifted. And I see this as your gift to be able to straddle those. And I will say I do that in my own business. But the extent that you've also, from what I'm hearing, is there is a specific market that needs what you have. Yeah. Versus I will coach on spiritual development as part of business coaching, to anybody that I shouldn't say anybody but I really focus on women with lots of experience and wisdom who are taking that online and supporting them with digital products and as part of that there's a spiritual component there's so much in that but I love that this has become your niche yeah
0: and honestly I was talking to my partner about this the other day just the involvement of the brand and and the work that I get to do. And it was almost like that. Like it's almost like I found it at the same time it found me, like it was stumbling kind of, if I'm honest, like, Oh, here we are like, wow, this feels really good. And it Mm -hmm. came from a lot of mistakes and lessons and learning. And I'm very much my biggest thing and how I got into this whole journey in the beginning was from a breakdown. And the phrase for me, that's been with me the whole time. is like, Everything is happening for you, not to you. And I look at that along the way. And, you know, looking back, there's definitely things that, you know, I'm like, God, if I knew what I knew now, I would definitely do differently. But don't regret a part of it because it all helped me to evolve and to come to this point of what's most in integrity for me, what's most in alignment. And as you said, like that honestly is that's the way that I can be the most of service. And I think that's what it really came down to for me. And I think. It's a lot of what holds up a lot of entrepreneurs too is forgetting what is the solution that you provide. And that for me was a real turning point when I had to really look at what's my skill set and how can I provide the most value? Like what solution can I provide for someone's pain point? Mm-hmm. And really looking at it like that, that helped me to get the clarity of what, oh my God, like the pain point is women, spiritual entrepreneurs, creators who have amazing gifts and beautiful things the world needs, but they don't know how to get it out there. And they don't know how to do that in a way that feels good. And so that's kind of how it all came together. Oh, I just I'm loving.
1: Loving every single (laughs) bit. It's just Ah, oh, it's exactly what the world needs in this space. It's perfect. And tell us a little bit about the process of unbundling
0: and rebundling different elements in your business. How has that felt? Oh, a roller coaster. It has, if I'm honest, it is it has been a roller coaster. And there's definitely been really hard moments in there as well. I went through my, well, I mean, <laughs> but my start return began in March this year. And that was like an undoing. So, For those that don't know, Saturn return is where Saturn returns to the point in the sky that it was when you were born. And it happens every 27 to 30 years. So I didn't know anything about this until March this year. (laughs) And I was going through a lot myself personally, even within the business. And I was just sharing it on stories. Like, you know, this is sort of happening for me. And even little things like done with this, like I'm cleaning out, like got like donated all my clothes, like just like get away from me. Like I was just cleansing basically like so many areas of my life and this beautiful woman who I met at an event last year she reached out to me and she said babe are you going through your Saturn return and I was like I don't know am I what's that and then looked at my chart you can google it like when is your Saturn return and it's based on the time and where you were born and literally like almost to the day and I was like, oh, my God. And it's interesting because she reached out a couple of months after it had started. And when I looked back at when it had all kicked off, literally almost to the day, like I remember the day that sort of kicked it off for me. I was listening to a podcast on human design um, and understanding more about that. And that's when I started to understand I'm a reflector. Um, oh, my goodness. Sorry yeah. get into that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like a, a huge relearning of myself. And, yeah, so that was a very interesting time for me and you know that's not the only time either. Like, there's been lots of different shifts and iterations. And if we go all the way back, and I won't tell the world's longest story, but like, basically, I had a business prior to this business that I have right now. I was a personal trainer. Um, I did fitness boot camps for women. My brand was the Fierce Project. So, I've always been about women and you know, empowerment just in different ways. Yeah. Um, and I loved it so so much. But long story short, I was working like 70 hours a week, also trying to transition online, also getting ready for powerlifting competition like way too many things all at once went through a burnout like breakdown I was 25 hospital everything like just wild and basically couldn't do that business anymore and that was very much a oh my God, who am I without this? I've spent two years building this thing. What is my identity? So that was massive. And that was the catalyst that then got me into understanding manifestation, spirituality. That's where, you know, everything's happening for you, not to you. Came about Gabby Bernstein fell into my life, like manifestation, babe, like all of these things, Tony Robbins, all of that. And that's how I started my podcast. I started off just speaking about manifesting and spirituality and everything like that, and that just took off. But then it evolved and then it became more about, you know, women in business because you know, I went to university and have a bachelor's in business. So that's my background. And I always kind of like loved the idea of that. And so, yeah, that was sort of a natural progression. And then it was very much like that. I went into business, business, and then I pulled back out and went manifesting. And for me, it was, you know, backwards, forwards, like a pendulum, almost like all the way in, all the way out, all the way in. And it's been interesting going through it. And I think for me, and I think this will come back with what you wanted to say about the human design too, like Understanding as a reflector as well, like the cycles of who I am and also understanding the importance of accepting all that you are and really learning to integrate that, but also without feeling like you have to, if that makes sense. It's almost like a double-sided coin, but... It's like understanding all that you are, accepting it fully, and then deciding the part of you that is in the most alignment to serve. And parts of you can be part of that, but with no obligation for it to all be you all of the time. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So this, this is why I jumped onto the reflector thing. So yeah. I've studied human design. Uh, I did a 12 week mastermind last year with Emma Dunwoody, who's amazing a close friend of mine. And she. I also worked with her. She coached me for six months, and her background is life coaching, behavioral code coaching. Yeah. And now she is specifically focused on human design. And anyway, when she reads my chart, I'm a generator, mm-hmm. but she also calls me a demi reflector. Oh, yes. I've and never the heard that is, if you I'll explain it for the listeners and for you a little bit. So we have centers, right? Yeah. And most people have multiple defined centers, five, six, seven, even, it depends. Mm. I have two, mm. and that's my sacral and my G center, and they're not connected by a channel. Mm. And so I am essentially open. Wow. Which is why, when you said that, I'm like, I find it can be quite confusing to be me because I am yeah. so open to influence. Yes.
0: Same. <laughs> I have none. <enough. laughs> So I feel you hugely on that. (laughs) On the bright side,
1: very, very good at shape-shifting and we share this, right? Like I can literally go from a business strategy deep dive session into a spiritual conversation without
0: issue. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Oh, my God, I feel you so much on that. And I think that that's been a massive thing for me through this journey. And that's why I think learning about my human design in March, that just really helped me to see things really differently and to understand and accept fully the journey that has been and I used to be really hard on myself and be like oh my god I've changed directions so many times like what the hell I'd be so much further ahead if I just stuck to one thing like all of those stories but then learning and integrating my design like being a reflector and going oh my god like actually and this honestly like this is probably one of my biggest learning curves is really Mm -hmm. understanding like you need to sit with yourself and give yourself the time and space to figure out who you really are, because it is really easy for me to get so caught up in others Uh and to shift directions based on that and what I see other people doing. And now I have the awareness and so I have practices in place and it's almost like I put blinkers on and I really just stay centered within myself. But Yeah, definitely. Just, you know, throughout the journey, just like, oh, a little bit this way, oh, a little bit that way, oh, a little bit this way. And then looking at like, what was that a reflection of? Mm. And what parts of that were really and truly me and what wasn't? And then how can I take the parts that were truly me and bring them into who I am right now? Love it. And I will
1: add a little bit of flavour for the listeners to what is a reflector? Well, The way that I have been taught to think about it is think of yourself as like the blimp that has 360 degree Mm. view of what's past, what's happening right now, what's ahead all the way around Mm. and can understand how to be in the space of moving humanity forward Mm. not in a direction way, not in a being the guide, but just this awareness of moving. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what
0: you've done. Thanks. Yeah, I feel that. And I think as well, you know, the reflector, you're there to reflect to other people. It's something I've really appreciated learning about because it helps me be a better coach as well. Because I really realised that that is something that I'm really good at is being in a conversation with someone and knowing how to, speak to them as a mirror almost so they're almost answering their own questions and then it's like oh my god they're having these huge realizations and it's like yeah because I got to show you like Mm -hmm. where it is that you know things could be better or things are amazing but if they figure that out within themselves just through the conversation and I think as well What I love now about my design does take me a really long time to accept this. But when I found out about human design, I was like, I want to be a manifestor. And I was really annoyed. At least a manifesting generator. (laughs) 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 I was annoyed, but I did the test probably five times being like, "This has to be wrong. I'm not a reflector. Like this Mm -hmm. sucks. But within then diving deeper than just the surface level and really understanding more about it. You know, even I think of myself like the moon, like, because obviously we have a 28 day decision making yeah. cycle, which again, i found very irritating at first. Like, are you joking? 28 days, like, cool. So I'll make one decision every month, but, you know, really honoring that as well. And I really realized that within myself. And I think that, you know, some of the things that I've done in the past where I felt something and made a jump decision to just shift Now, knowing myself, I'm slower with that. So I'm like, okay, maybe I feel like that right now. Let's check in in a week and see if we still feel like we may or may not. And then 28 days later, am I still in a similar mindset and wanting to still do that? And it's given me a lot of grace. I'm very type A, very like go forward, move, move, move. I all actually, Enneagrams, if we want to go there, but I always thought I was the achiever. Turns out I'm not. I'm not a three, I'm a four, which is the individualist. and Wow. which Uh is so interesting this all happened for me in March it was literally like I relearned who I was yeah yeah so like you know a lot of my life and my identity has been about like go 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 achieve 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 like you know I've been like that since I was like tiny yeah it's been really beautiful like learning about that and being like you get to give yourself grace you get to give yourself space here check in this is really in alignment for you like especially with the big decisions not like what are we having for dinner like we'll yeah in the moment (laughs) but like the bigger decisions and the direct of the business a bit more time and space there and I think that's really allowed me to ground in who I am and the vision that I have for the business and the way that I want to keep evolving things and the path that I'm on with that so love it love it oh I could talk about this forever Um,
1: (laughs) one more thing the only other reflector I know was actually Yvette oh wow I know isn't that random oh wow that already came up I'm like that's such a secret yes it is I know and then there's me who's just has a lot of just relates to so much of everything so much of that and I yeah I love that I think you've really found home now in what you're doing thanks Yeah. yeah I get that sense
0: so, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think, as I said, it's just the integration of all the things, you know, and just yeah, being your, your yeah. unique
1: snowflower self.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit now about more the strategy side. And we do talk a lot on this podcast specifically around digital products and really funnels are primarily set up to help you get your products more and more out into the world What's your take on how to do that in a sacred and soulful way? Mm -hmm. Such a good
0: question. First of all, I love that you use those words because part of my brand is sacred funnels. So I'm very big on, now. let's not say sales funnels. Let's say sacred funnels because they are sacred. They're supporting you. So I think first and foremost, reframing some of the beliefs that we might have around funnels being sleazy, spammy, scammy, salesy, all the S words that feel shitty, (laughs) you know, it's about really understanding that first and foremost, that it is you setting up a way to get your work out to the people who need it consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it a lot where I think as well in the coaching industry, especially it's very much this do everything manually launch and only have your things open every now and then to me, it's not flowy. To me, there's a lot of cutoff and resistance. You're saying no to money that wants to flow to you. You are saying no to people who want your help, even with digital products. Like a lot of the time people like, Oh, it's open at certain times. And I'm like, Why? Like, why are we not allowing this to be beautiful and evergreen? And let money be an always thing. Let people work with you when they're ready to rather than having to wait six months, you know? So, basically, you know, to give a, a bit of a broad picture, I guess for me, Sacred Funnels is really about setting up an extension of you that automates the process of moving people through the customer journey. So moving through the different stages of, you know, from a cold audience member to a warm audience member to a hot audience member and nurturing people. This is probably the biggest part, you know, the way that I get my clients to be setting up their funnels. It's not about the sale first and foremost, like, yes, there are going to be moments of that, especially if you've got, you know, low ticket or tripwire type offers, obviously there's the opportunity to sell right out the gate. Like maybe you have a freebie and then the next page that they see is some sort of low ticket offer and then an upsell. And we can go, I'm not sure how much your audience knows about this, but we can break down what those depends on
1: Who's are. listening right now? Yeah. Keep going.
0: So <laughs> Just different stages of price points and things like that. And then, you know, so yes, there's obviously that opportunity, but I think first and foremost, it's about nurturing the relationship with the customer. So whether it's a digital product, whether it's a coaching offer, whether it's a serve, like funnels can be for services and everything as well. And I actually love setting those up. I think that it's so beautiful because you're really nurturing, you're building the relationship Mm -hmm. and then you're moving people towards your offers but not straight out the gate being like my myself. Yeah. And that's, you know, people talk to me a lot about my email marketing. I send emails every day or every other day to my list. I love it. I love writing them. And I get a lot of beautiful feedback about it because I write to my list like we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally just dropping in and it's about value providing and it's about you know showing up and continuing to just be the person that's in the inbox nurturing them making sure they feel supported giving them valuable tangible takeaways things that they can apply without any expecting anything in return and there will come a time when obviously yes i'm gonna put the opportunity to enroll or to purchase something or you know to go even deeper with it like if you're sending an email to someone and you embed a link to a free training, then someone can go and watch the training, but then that training can sell for you. Yeah. So that's that's a really easy way to see a nurture sequence where you didn't sell in the email, you're not know, mm-hmm. selling at them. But those that then want to go, they get free value. Maybe they watch a 20-minute training from you. And then at the training, maybe there's an opportunity to get on a call with you. And in the call you sell, like you've just gone through like five points of value before you're then positioning yeah. an offer. And that's why like the majority of calls that I get on, like I had this conversation with my mastermind girls yesterday, you know, how to not be salesy in a sales call. And as I said, you know, you're on there to provide value, like nurture the person, show up, like serve them. I said, more often than not, I get the question of like, "This has been amazing. How? What's next? Like, how do I work with you from here?" And that's beautiful, and that's that's what we want to be aiming for is building that relationship. So I just see sacred funnels as really an automated way of building the relationship because you're not going to sit for every single person on your list and send out, hi, welcome. Like, so excited to meet you. Okay. Next person. Hi, welcome. And then, oh my God, now I've got to send the next one. Like that you'll die. Like that's so exhausting. So, you know, it's about, setting up your system, set it up once, let it work for you forever. I talk about that a lot, but again, all with the goal of building that relationship and just knowing that at the when the time is right, they will, they will buy.
1: Yeah. Okay. How do you recommend growing your list? How do you get the right people
0: on? Mm. Oh my God. such a good question. Again, this is something I'm massive on. I'm so glad you asked me this because I, again, people do it in I teach in reverse to what I see the majority of people teaching and doing. So a lot of people like first and foremost, like get on social, do all the things. The biggest trend right now is make more reels. You'll make more money. I'm like, Okay. Like there's some merit to it. I understand like, you know, and it's trendy and it's fun. Like it's fun to make a trendy fun reel and to have a lot of like, good times. But, and again, this is something like a lot of my clients come to me for, they're spinning their wheels on social media and they're burning out and they're like, Hey, I'm doing all the things. Why am I not getting any of the results? Mm-hmm. And it's like, my question is always what happens after social media? Like what is the step that they are that what happens next. So, like, how are you getting social media to work for you? Because if you're doing so much stuff up the front, yeah, that's so exhausting. But if you then don't have a process to move people off social media into your world, you are almost doing it for nothing. Like, yes, there'll be some reward and there'll be some, you know, sales and connections and things like that, but nowhere near as much as if you set your business up to be working for you. So by that, what I mean is I'm very big on, you know, set your process in place. I teach a three-part process. So awareness first and foremost, and that's within yourself. That's not awareness of audience. That's awareness within you. Like what's your offer? What's your solution? How, how, How do you stand out? How are you different? You know, how are you meeting the needs of your market? then automation so that's about you know setting up a process that's working for you and I'll give you some examples in a second but you know your funnels your email marketing your automations all of that And then third part is alchemy and that's where it all sort of comes together. So that's where we then start to leverage our social media, getting on podcasts, our own podcasts, other platforms, things like that. So that's like the three phases that I teach. But to give a tangible example of what that looks like to grow your list, you know, that's such an important thing we don't own social media if mark zuckerberg wakes up tomorrow and goes no more instagram no more facebook which uh, a few weeks back like, it was a big blip and like a lot of people were like oh my god and it's like there you go like this could actually that could happen so like mm-hmm. what what do you have in place you own the data on your email list so if social goes away that's okay you can still reach your audience so take that as a lesson if you don't have an email list Don't, you know, hate on yourself, all in divine timing, but take the steps to set something up today and just get it going. So, you know, you can create a freebie, like a lead magnet. So some sort of like a free PDF, you know, a guide, you know, again with like a PDF is so beautiful and so easy to do and you know make it make it tantalizing make it valuable x ways to wild results like that's a really easy sort of you know framework to build something out make sure it's something that people want I often get my clients what's their signature framework what's the process that they teach someone what's the entry steps into that and turn that into your freebie because that is in a beautiful continuation once they have a freebie it's an easy next step towards your paid services yeah so yeah freebie a lead magnet, God, one of the first things I did was phone wallpapers, like affirmations. And that people loved it. Like, you know, opt-in and get free wallpapers, things like that. You know, it could be guides, voice notes, meditations. So that's all like that's like a a free lead magnet. And opt-in you can do webinars. So they're one of my favorite things to do is having a webinar, whether you do that live or whether you do it as an evergreen. So you teach it once and then you get it rolling for you continuously. Getting on other people's podcasts, you know, yeah. putting yourself in front of other people's audiences. If you have your own podcast, that's beautiful. Leverage that. Put your own ads in your own podcast. People think the power of advertising is only external. It's not. Leverage yeah. your own products and services and direct people from your podcast to your own offers. Yeah, networking, getting on. A- Different panels, yes. all sorts of like, There's so many different things, but it all just comes back to the same premise of have a list and be moving people yeah. towards it. How do you feel about Facebook ads? Love, absolutely love. And I just wanted um, to see whether we were on the same page here. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> I sort of just kept it base level because a lot of the time it's very easy to be like ads, and then people who are getting started are like, well, I don't have money for that. Yes. And so it's like, okay, well, let's look. That's all organic. But even with the ad side of things, like, you don't have to be running out the gate, spending $1,000 a day on ads. Like start small, like just start with $5 or $10 a day. Like if you can work that into your budget, also with ads, see it as a like as an investment. So it's not an expense. You're investing with the expectation 100%. of a return on your ad spend. So start, try to, if you can try to reframe the way that you see ads to put a dollar in, get $2 out, put a yeah. dollar in, get $3 out. Like yes. it's a machine. So like, That's an amazing thing. And I think we'd all love it. If I had a machine sitting in the corner right now that said, hey, put a dollar in, you'll get three. I'd be pouring my piggy bank in. So like think about that when it comes to ads, even if you are a beginner. And I I love that you asked about the ads as well. It's honestly like probably the best way to be honest, because I remember hearing something that Gary B said once. And it was like, you know, if you knew what you know now about property and you could go back to 1970 with, $200,000, Two hundred thousand dollars, you'd buy up all of the property, the beachfront property that was like thirty grand, maybe maybe yeah. further than nineteen seventy, but like thirty grand or whatever. You'd be like, cool, got all this property. He's like, that is what Facebook and paid advertising online is right now because it's not oversaturated yet. So yeah. for you're like pennies on the dollar, like for what you're spending, you're getting such a beautiful exposure. Leverage that, and so like I said, if you've got five or ten dollars to put into your ads, great, spend five, make 10, then put 10 in, make 20, then put 20 in, make 40, and scale up. Don't expect to spend thousands straight away. Just get yourself in the process of just getting going and then just keep investing at a higher level as your business grows.
1: Yeah, 100% agree with you. And and I ask that because I think it's, I shouldn't say the word easy, but it frustrates me around you don't need ads when working with a highly influential networked human who maybe has had a business yeah for oh yeah. 5 years yeah they have a super engaged audience and have a platform yeah and then they say well yeah it's all organic you don't need ads and they yeah. say that to somebody who has like literally no audience. Um, I'm like, Oh, yeah! I had a conversation with
0: the other day exactly. This. <laughs> it was the experience that they'd had with someone else who was saying that, like, oh, I don't want to. Like, so and so does it this way, and it's like so and so's been in the game since two thousand and eight and has like a million followers. So I mean, there's different. Right. You get your foot in the gate, like get going, and like yes, it is different if you are just getting started. It's Honestly, you think about it, like you can keep marketing to the same few hundred people that you have, and you will get some sales, especially when you first get started. But yeah. you, if you just continuously say people, say people, say people, say people, that's exhausting for everybody. Like, you know, and so you need to get new eyes. And I teach sacred funnel math, it's part of everything I teach with sacred funnels. But know your numbers, like your numbers are everything. And so people take it really personally when they're not getting the results that they want. They think, I must suck. I must not be good enough. It's not connecting. But then when you actually look at the numbers, their conversion rates, which, you know, basically is, you know, what action did someone take and you figure out a percentage, it's actually not that bad. It's just that at the top, they don't have enough people seeing it. So maybe they're getting a result of, you know, one person when they wanted 10, but they're only getting 100 people to see it. Cool. Let's get 1,000 people to see it and there's your 10 people. So it's just about knowing the numbers and I... I really try to, I loved maths at school. I was a little bit, I know it's not everyone's <laughs> forte, but it's not scary either. It's actually really empowering. To really empowering. Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, love this. Love everything you've shared.
0: Thank
1: you. Uh, I'm going to wrap up, but is there anything else, anything on your heart at the moment that you want to? Yeah, So I, that's actually
0: how I always end my podcast as well. If oh. there's anything. One last thing you want to say. I think more than anything, celebrate where you're at, Own yourself authentically. Don't get distracted by other people. I feel like that's one of the biggest things. And first put my hand up and I said that, Mm -hmm. you know, the distraction, the comparisonitis. We live in a very busy world online and it's only getting busier as well. And there's a lot coming at us all the time. I think it's very easy to compare to others and to tell yourself the story that you're not where you should be or you're not far enough ahead. And it's just not true. Like you're exactly where you're meant to be. Celebrate the journey. Be proud of yourself for all of the action that you've already taken up until this point. If you're thinking about or you are in the entrepreneurship journey, you've done an amazing thing because that's not something everyone can do or everyone chooses to do. It's scary. There's a lot of personal development that has to go into the process to really move yourself forward. You've got to look at the dark corners of yourself, even though you think it's about business, it's going to bring out a lot of things about you. That's amazing. And that's, again, it's not something that everyone chooses to do because it isn't always easy. And I think really just, yeah, honor yourself, do the exploration and go through and honor all of the the ups and the downs of the journey. And just know that, you know, I always say this, but there's no way it's not going to work out for you. If you've chosen this and if the universe is showing you this, it's showing you for a reason. It's not showing you something to tease you and be like, sorry, that's not for you. It's showing you for a reason. So if that's what you feel called to, like trust that and then just keep, keep taking one step at a time and just don't forget to celebrate along the way.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with my audience. I've absolutely loved this conversation. Mm -hmm. I will of course leave all of Tay's details in the show notes. So Follow along with her. Make sure you sign up to her email list so you can get on that every day, every two-day email that she sends yeah. out the world with love. And, yeah, I just want to say a huge thanks for sharing your journey and, yeah, your work Thank is awesome. You.
0: Appreciate you.
1: Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks so much. See you soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. For more resources to support your expansion as you manifest your desires, make sure you check out my website at www.taylorray.com.au. I'm sending you all the love and I'll see you back here soon.